lift. Are you ready to rock, boys and girls? Behold. It's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? It's the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Ow. Now, here's Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. Ow. Hey, good Monday morning to you, and yes, it is the Greg and John Show. Greg Pogue and John Burton, and this is neither one of them. Yeah, you may have figured that out at the very beginning. Darren McFarland here in the Strike is Fair Family Fun Center studio. Patton Cook is alongside for the ride. We will be handling the next two hours. Yes. John's coming back from out of town, and so I'm kind of filling in for him, although I'm kind of filling in for Greg. Really, because he sits in this chair, does he not? I don't really know yes, the setup sure of you guys. Sure does. So this is his chair. This is his microphone. Even though we switch out foam, whatever these things are, <laughs> I don't even. That's sad. I don't even know what this is. I just call them foam covers. Yeah, it sounds good to me. Mic covers. But a lot of filling in going on this. Week. <laughs> a lot of filling lot in. Of filling in. Uh, Patton, good to see you. Yeah, good to see you, Darren. It's been God. Uh, months probably um well like last year we did the uh predators official podcast the pop together you were nice enough to uh produce that every week and so that was awesome so i got to see you every week last hockey season obviously i am not doing that this season so yeah we haven't seen each other in a while so how was your weekend it was good sports filled uh plenty up and down of course nfl on sunday and College basketball pretty much all day on Saturday for me. You've watched a little bit of uh, a team that I do a, a little bit here uh, locally. Lipscomb uh, took one on the chin on Saturday. And then Friday had some uh, high school basketball duties that I do as well. So it was sports-themed, uh, sports-filled, but enjoyable. How about you? Uh, same same thing. Kind of quiet. Uh, actually went out Friday night. We don't get out much. Look, I'm getting older, and the city keeps growing, right. and I've I've given up the whole speech of, you know, stop coming here, just come visit, stop moving here. Like, I'm way, way past all that. I used to do that all the time. Like, come visit, come spend your money, and then go home. Right. And plan your next trip to Nashville, but don't move here. Uh, like, I'm way past all, Like, we, we understand. The cat, you know, that horse has left the barn, and it's As about, the apartments keep going up. It's about it's, nine yeah. farms over. It's not going to find its way yeah. back. So... I've given up on all that, so I don't go downtown uh, much anymore. I don't do Predators games, so I don't have a reason. I'm not working, so I don't go downtown much at all, especially on the weekends. I did that Friday night, had a a, a good time, went out to um, a really nice steakhouse. There you go. Downtown with the wife and another couple and went to T-Pack, saw oh. a comedian, and then uh, headed over to Cheesecake Factory in Green Hills, you know, and this is the nostalgia. Now, obviously, there's a big age gap, Pat, between you and I. Yep. Or is it you and me? You and me. Sorry. The grammar police would be out. They would cuff me on that one. Yes. They would give me a citation. You and me. And 
that that we were kind of laughing. We were talking about it that night on Friday night. Like that was like the spot. Like when that opened, many many like that was whoa. There's a cheesecake factory. That just tells you where we are at, right. in the city. <laughs> like cheesecake factory in Green Hills. When that opened again, I don't remember how long it's been. It was like, hey, what do you, what do you do? I'm thinking about going to Cheesecake Factory yep. this weekend in Green Hills. Whoa. That was oh, about four of them. Good luck. Good luck to you. Like it's the waiting line. It takes forever to get in there. But that just tells you where we've come right. as a city. Like, that was a big to-do. Like, I have memories in there. I don't ever go there anymore. Like, that's, I, once every four years, I probably go to that place. And I don't go to Green Hills. I try to avoid a lot of areas in town that are just hard to navigate even though i live in rutherford county have you tried driving around murfreesboro <laughs> good luck <laughs> good luck but um yeah and then the rest was spent um i signed out a basketball game on saturday that. night and uh we just i just watched a lot of sports including college basketball and uh obviously what took place yesterday so i guess let's start there I was surprised. I, I know it's Kansas City. I know it's Patrick Mahomes. I know it's Andy Reid. I know it's Travis Kelsey. And Kelsey and Mahomes are going to be first ballot Hall of Famers. I don't think there's any doubt. I get that. I really thought they were going to lose. I thought Baltimore, this was the year they were going to punch their ticket into the Super Bowl. I really felt like they were going to win. It was at home. And they were going to beat Kansas City. And I could not have been more wrong about a game than that one. Baltimore looked pathetic. Actually, pathetic. The score really wasn't wasn't indicative of the game, I don't think. Like 17 to 10, you're like, "Ah, I thought Kansas City knew they were going to beat them in the second half. They just clock management, they just they're like, "Yeah, we're not really worried about it." I that, they can't and I understand Baltimore had some very 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 untimely turnovers both in the or one in the end zone, one about to go in the end right, zone. Yeah. So those were awful, awful turnovers. But Lamar Jackson looked out of sync, out of sorts. And Baltimore just looked like a team that hasn't been there because they haven't. And Kansas City looked like a team that has been there. Been there, done it. They didn't look scared at all. They looked like, yeah, this is where we're supposed to be. And that's That to me was the difference. And I probably should have factored that in, but I didn't. I really thought Baltimore was equipped. They were at home, and this was going to be different, and I was wrong. Yeah, and to me, I think one team looked like they have been there six times uh, in the Kansas City Chiefs, and the other one, Lamar Jackson in the Baltimore Ravens. I, I was I was pretty surprised at, at Lamar's performance. Now, he didn't play terrible. He had the costly mistake that you talked about, the interception, the end zone, into quite literally, this is an exaggeration, triple coverage. Uh, in a throw he didn't need to make. Yeah. And I, but I, I thought all day he just never did look comfortable, even running, Darren. May have been it, pass interference, too. Well, that, that as well. But I, I just thought for the majority of that game, he was almost scared to get out of the pocket and run. I, he stood in there way too long, took hits he didn't need to make, and really just scrambled around. And you, you hear the criticism on how he's a running back first, quarterback second. I, I thought. By default, he was too much of a quarterback yesterday. I thought he took away his own ability, his own best ability in, in running the football. And I got to give credit to Steve Spagnola and that defense for Kansas City because from really minute 
one to the final seconds, that offense for Baltimore never did look comfortable and never did roll. And the defense for Kansas City took over, I thought. And really, like you talked about, I think you hit the nail on the head. Kansas City offensively knew all they needed to do was not lose that football game. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they did exactly that. Don't turn it over and we won't lose. Yep. That's what it felt like. I don't want to say took their foot off the gas. That's that's not – they weren't taking their foot off the gas. I just felt like they were like, hey, we'll just manage the clock. Don't turn it over. Don't do anything stupid, and we're going to win. They played field position. They, they get a couple first downs on drives, but for the second half, they knew, they knew they didn't need to score a point, and they didn't. Yeah. So, But I know the narrative. <laughs> Lamar Jackson is going to get his criticism, and he is right now, and I think he deserves some of it. But I I don't know how far I want to go into it on 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 how that loss is on him necessarily because I thought up and down I, I didn't think the play calling was very good from Todd Munkin and that Baltimore defense but I I just thought it was more of what Kansas City did necessarily than what Baltimore did they had the turnovers yes but I just thought it was Patriot esque on how they won that football game yesterday yeah but here's the deal you know the drill you yep. know the position. You get paid, and he got paid. And look, sometimes they they get a lot more credit than they deserve, and sometimes they get a lot more heat than they deserve. But that's the nature of the business. It's the nature of the position. And Lamar Jackson is no different than anybody else, Dak Prescott and anybody else who has had epic, you know, constant playoff failures. And right now, Justin Herbert, you know, he's still young. But if this continues... He's going to get it. Yep. And it's already started a little bit, a little bit. But he's still very young, even though Lamar Jackson, I guess, is he's still young too. But look, he he's going to win the MVP probably again. And whenever you've got two league MVPs and you really don't have anything to show for it, uh, you know, I, I think you do deserve it you, because that's what it is. And you can say, well, that's unfair. Well, you know, life's unfair. Yep. So that that's just again, you can say it's unfair, but that's just what it is. That's what you sign up for, and he's going to get it. And I don't, I I wouldn't say I would push back on it because that's been the narrative. And if you don't want the narrative anymore, change it. Change the narrative. That's it's. I know it's simplistic, but if you don't like what people are saying, change it, Dak. Change it, Lamar. Absolutely. And change everybody else who fits into that category. And I thought you saw it a little bit in the divisional round on how he played against the Texans, but I think it's the same kind of downfall that guys like Phillip Rivers and Big Ben Roethlisberger had where <laughs> instead of Tom Brady, it's Patrick Mahomes now. You're, they're just not good enough to beat a guy like Patrick Mahomes. I, unfortunately enough for the Ravens, you're probably going to be in the shadow of this guy for the next 10 more years because – he didn't look like he's slowing down, even though the weapons, we talked about the weapons all year long mm -hmm. for Kansas City. Then what do they do? In the big moments, they make the play that Baltimore never could make. I I, I don't feel bad for anybody, especially millionaires, but you feel for a guy like Lamar because you just have that feeling, is he ever going to get over that hump? Is, <laughs> is Patrick Mahomes forever going to be that final boss that he can't beat. And to me, it just kind of has that feeling right now. Well, Titans fans better hope he's well. not because <laughs> you're just talking about Baltimore. How about everybody else exactly. in the AFC? 
Yeah, I, I just I think that's last the, time I checked, the Titans are in the AFC. They are, and my, my as my Titans hat and fandom, it has been thrown off for a while. I I just think with how we looked yesterday, uh, how the Chiefs looked yesterday, I, I think everybody else better buckle up because these past six years where they made it in the uh, AFC Championship game, I'm not sure I see that streak ending anytime soon. So you're throwing that stuff away right now? You're putting it away in the closet? Well, not not necessarily, but I just my eyes of Super Bowls and uh, and stuff like that, oh. uh, they've been put on the back burner, uh, as I think have most. See, well, I had UT Vandy on the list to talk about. I guess we don't need to talk about that then. If you've already <laughs> given up on the Titans, well, I don't think I need to hit on Vandy basketball today, so maybe I'll cross that off the list. I, I would love to get into some Vandy basketball talk. <laughs> get some things off my chest here. <laughs> No, it, it is going to be tough. Think about it. You got Joe Burrow. Let's not forget Joe Burrow's exactly. in the AOC in Cincinnati. You've got Josh Allen. Let's not forget about him in Buffalo. You've got Justin Herbert with the Chargers. Now Jim Harbaugh is the head coach. Ah, so there's only one team that can come out of the conference. There's got you know you have Tua. I don't know how people feel about Tua. I think maybe the verdict is still out on Tua and. You got C.J. Stroud in Houston. Is that a one-off? Is he just going to keep getting better? Is he going to be elite, or did he have a great rookie season? They're going to study him all year or all offseason. They're going to figure out his weaknesses, and he's not going to be great. I, I don't know. He looked pretty darn good to me And that's this that's, season. That's something we talked about last week, me and John. I mean, much less the whole conference. Just talk about the division that the Titans are looking at for the next 10 years. I mean, I know Trevor Lawrence collapsed down the stretch, but I think that Jags team is going to go only up. Uh, to me, I, I see that going up. And you talked about C.J. Stroud, and much less, we don't even know what Anthony Richardson is yet. I mean, mm -hmm. before he got hurt, he looked like a for-sure star, but I, I'm, I'm And sure what is Will Levis? Exactly. That, now that, they have Brian Callahan. What, what does that mean? Exactly. I it's tough sledding in the AFC. It is not going to be easy well, for a long time. And look on the other side. I, with all due respect to these guys, you had Brock Purdy and Jared Goff battling out for a Super Bowl spot. Yeah. And, and all the murderer's row that uh, the AFC is going through right now. It's just... And by the way, all those guys, not old at no. all. <laughs> They're not old at all. Very uh, much of them. I was going to say all of them are, second contract. I was just saying all of them are in their 20s. Yeah. Not old at all. So, I, in fact, they're babies. A lot of them are still babies. Yep. Yeah. Seems like the NFC is a little bit easier path these days. <laughs> one would one would look at it that way. All right. We'll come back and we'll flip the script to the NFC because I got things to say about the Motor City Kitties and what happened out in San Francisco yesterday. By the way, our number is 615 844 5,600. We are live in the Strike Bear Family Fun Center studio here on this Monday morning. Hope everybody's having a great start to your week. Darren McFarland filling in for Greg and John. Patton Cook is alongside. He's always here for the ride between 9 and 11 here on Nashville Sports Radio. We'll come back. At Edwin Watts Golf Shops by Worldwide Golf. 
there's something that binds us all. The collective goal to transcend the ordinary. Introducing the new Callaway AI Smoke Driver. The new AI Design Club has multiple sweet spots across the face, making it an average of seven yards longer than the prior model. Visit us in store for a free custom fitting at your local Edwin Watts Golf Shops or shop us online at WorldWideGolf.com. Get there. It seems like everywhere you look right now, someone is sick. This year, prepare your family for airborne invaders like bacteria, pollen, and yes, germs with Navage Nasal Care. Navage flushes ultra-pure, refreshing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. Navage sucks out viruses, dust, and other airborne particles, all the stuff that gets trapped in your nose making you miserable. Don't get caught empty-handed this winter. Get Navage, the drug-free solution that helps you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier. Even better, Navage is HSA, FSA eligible. So Navage is a great way to spend those funds before they expire. Don't wait a minute longer. Buy Navage today and you'll breathe easier knowing you're putting your funds to good use. Navage is available online at Navage.com or Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid. Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. Want even more excitement on game day? It's time to get on Prize Picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you could win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks. And with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, Prize Picks is the place to play this season. Prize Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Sweat it out, watch your entry update in real time, and continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. Take your game day experience to the next level with prize picks. And right now, you go to prizepicks.com slash primetime and use code primetime. Prize picks is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for more details. Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. Hey, it's John Burton from News Channel 5 and the Greg Pogan John Burton Show. And I'm former All-Pro linebacker for the Tennessee Titans, also known as Mr. Monday Night, Keith Book. And I'm Patton Cook. We're inviting you to join us every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 for What's Good with KB and JB, the podcast show. All live on Nashville Sports Radio and all streaming platforms. We talk Titans, we talk SEC football, we talk NBA, we talk everything, and we also get a little petty from time to time. Make sure you join us. Text the Greg Bogan News Channel 5 John Burton Show now at 615-844-5600. And yes, we know Patton has to explain what a text line is to Greg every time. A little fun here on this Monday morning, 615-844-5600. Darren McFarland filling in. I'll be... 
Still in the usual spot today from 2 to 4, the McFarland Show, Darren and Justin. So Justin will be in with me to hang around. Just a little double dip today. Filling in for Greg and John. Patton Cook is alongside. We are live here in the Strikers Bear Family Fun Center Studio where it's nice and toasty warm because Patton likes for it to be toasty warm. We figure that out in the afternoons. Yes. Well, when I come in, I'm either half asleep and freezing. <laughs> so I'm like, well, I don't want to be one of those things. I'm, I'm going to be half asleep no matter what. So I'd at least like to be warm. warm. Yes. <laughs> if you're going to be half asleep, be warm. Yes. Okay, I got it. All right, let's go to the phones. People want to talk, and we want to talk too. Uh, let's go to Carl. Carl, you're up first. Welcome in. Good morning, Darren. Good morning, Carl. How you doing, buddy? Good. How are you? I am doing just fine. So the word of the day, and I'm going to get to it, and I'm going to get this NFC because that's what I'm going to talk about. Do you know the reason why the Kansas City Chiefs aren't going to their what, would have been fifth in a row Super Bowl? Why they're not? Um, why they're not? I'm going to tell you. You don't even have to guess. Okay. Arrogance. Arrogance is the word of the day. And the Detroit Lions coaching staff need to learn that word and learn it well. Because the Kansas City Chiefs, if it wasn't for their arrogance, they would be going for, to their fifth straight Super Bowl. Because their arrogance got in their way of them kicking a field goal against Cincinnati. They didn't get the field goal, and they gave Cincinnati a chance, and they ended up beating them. Remember, Cincinnati went to the Super Bowl mm-hmm. and lost to the Rams. That's right. Mm-hmm. If they kick that field goal, they're going to their fifth Super Bowl in a row today. Yep. Or two weeks from now. If Detroit Lions kick that field goal, at 23, 24 to 10, it's 27 to 10, they're going to the Super Bowl. Agreed. If my 75-year-old mother, who called me this morning, giggling her butt off because she's a 49er fan, <laughs> and the arrogance of the Detroit, if my 74-year-old, 75-year-old mother knows that, then the whole world knows that. Yeah, she's they a Dan Campbell fan. She's a Dan Campbell fan, oh my too. God. Yeah. They're a hustle right now. Yep. Their arrogance did that to them. And to get to the NFC, it's not going to get any easier, easier for them because Mr. Love has arrived in Green Bay. The Chicago Bears have the first and the eighth pick. They can turn around, and, and they hired a good offensive coordinator. They hired a good quarterback coach. They can keep Justin Fields, move to one or two, get Marvin Harrison Jr., and other weapons that they can get through all of those draft picks they're going to get. And they're going to be tougher to beat. It does not get any easier for the Detroit Lions to win the central, the Northern Division. In the, I'm showing my age. I said central division. <laughs> the, North, the Northern Division in the in the NFC. It doesn't get easier for them. They blew a golden opportunity, and not to beat the man down, but he needs to be beat down. Yes, that yes. I was just saying, don't make a, don't make excuses for him. Beat him down. It's okay. Yeah, I, I, I literally called some of my friends. I called one of my friends and I said, man, this game just ended right there. And he said, he said nah, man, plenty of time. They got a 14-point lead. I said, listen, man, I've been watching football a long time, man. And the momentum is a real, real thing, especially in that sport. 
said, this game is, oh, I literally turned about 10, 15 minutes later. I turned it, I turned to watch a basketball game or something that I DVR. It was over. Oh, my God. It, I haven't, you all are the first sports talk shows that I've cut on the, cut on the, uh, cut on today. Are they really, are they destroying him like he should? He's no, not him. nationally. Oh, my gosh, this morning. Get get up. All the national. Oh, that's this money. That's Dan Campbell. It's like, stop. Stop. I don't. And, of course, I knew players would do that. I knew play, former players would take up for him and former coaches would take up for him. Stop it. Okay? Here's the deal. I understand what Dan Campbell, he did this 25 times during the course. I get it. Okay, I understand he is. He gets a lot of credit for changing the culture of the Detroit Lions. They have been a punchline for three plus decades. They've been a laughing stock, a joke. He's changed that, and credit to him, he has. There is a whole lot of good in Dan Campbell because, oh, by the way, the country laughed at the Lions when they hired Dan Campbell, and he has been the right hire. But here's the deal. This is why I'm tired of the excuses and all the people going, well, that's just what he's done. That's the culture. He's Stop it. Yeah, that's fine in week seven. It's fine in week three. It's fine against the Dallas Cowboys at the end of the regular season. It's okay to do that stuff. But you're in the NFC championship game. You are 30 minutes away from Vegas and Super Bowl 58, and you're up 24 to 10 at or 24 to 7 at the half. San Francisco kicks a field goal on their first drive. You could counter that and kick a field goal and go up 27 to 10. And there's a quarter and a half left to the Super Bowl and you're up 17 and he didn't. And it was ridiculous. I told, I told my mother this morning, I, I, we literally had this conversation this morning and we're just two sports fans in our family. Um, I told him this morning, I said, you know what I would have did if I was Jared Goff? He said, what? I said, I would have got a delay of the game penalty. No. I would have gotten a delay of the game. The players love it. Here's the player. The players love it, though, Carl, and I don't care if the players love it. You're the head coach, and, Dan, you're not playing anymore. The players love that stuff, and I don't fault them for that, but he's the head coach. He's got to make head coaching decisions, not – former player decisions. And again, if you want to do that all year, it's okay, but not in the NFC championship game. Nope. Listen, I'm, I'm going to bottom line it like this right here. There was a, a, young, a young quarterback. You might have heard of him. And for a long time, I thought he was the greatest quarterback of all time at the time Brady come along. His name was Dan Marino. Dan Marino made it to that one Super Bowl and never made it back. Years after year, they never made it back. It is extremely difficult to get to the Super Bowl. It's hard to do it. I know some of these teams, these organizations, they go time and time again. What the Buffalo Bills did in the 90s, it, it, to me, is one of the greatest accomplishments in sports history. It was a four straight Super Bowl. It's hard. The Detroit, to put it in perspective, the Detroit Lions have never been to a Super Bowl in the Super Bowl era, Buffalo with the four in a row. It's extremely hard to do that. And when you get an opportunity to do that, to make it to the game and give yourself a 50-50 chance winning the Super Bowl, you're one of 30-something teams left in the Super Bowl, you have to take that opportunity to damn what you've done in week 
seven and eight. It doesn't make any sense. He needs to be scorned for that. This will scar them for a long time. It would not surprise me if they only win eight or nine games next year. This is something that you don't wake up to just shake off. You don't shake off the twenty-four to ten lead with 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 in the third in the third quarter, not the beginning of the third quarter, within the third quarter with an opportunity to go on twenty-seven. Hundred percent agree, Carl. Hundred percent agree, brother. On, hey, great hearing from you, man. Don't be a stranger. Come on, man. Have a good one. All right, you too. Look, I, I thank thank goodness for that. I, I I I cannot believe the amount of people. And by the way, I've got I've got a lot of I don't know of a lot. I've got several Lions fans. A lot. I don't know. I don't know what you put on a lot, but I actually do. For I have a lot of friends who are are Lions fans. And you know when I heard you know they are they're equipped they're young they're good. it's like you know they'll be back and it's like no no you cannot go on like they're they're just happy being there. and it's like no don't that's loser talk and just like what Carl said there is no guarantees that you will ever get back to this spot again none maybe they do but I'll tell you right now if I was a betting man on it right now today I'd say there's I would bet that they wouldn't get back to the spot again. Because you know why? It's hard. It's really hard. You have to take the t- you have to take uh, when you get to that moment to that stage. You have to take advantage of it. You cannot say, "Oh, they're young and they're talented. They'll get back there again." <laughs> really? Okay. I mean, Jared Goff has done an unbelievable. You don't have Patrick Mahomes. If you got Patrick Mahomes, I guess you can say that. But outside of Patrick Mahomes. There's nobody else, as you can say, that at the quarterback, right? Even there's a lot of special quarterbacks. Jared Goff is not in that category. That Everything has to fall right. I I do not understand people that are defending Dan Campbell. Don't tell me this is what – I understand this is what they've done all year. It doesn't mean that you have to do that in the NFC Championship game. I hated it. It's not hindsight. I know Dan Campbell got up there patting at the podium, and he was like, hindsight – I get all that, and there are a lot of people that will only criticize because of the result. When he stayed out there, I was like, no, do not do this. Kick the field goal, go up 27 to 10. you got a quarter and a half, man, to Vegas. Quarter and a half. Well, And, and you're going to Vegas, Super Bowl 58, and the Lions are going to be the toast of the country. But instead, you know, and then they did get, and do I understand that there were other things that happened. Yes, I get it. Josh Reynolds, nice day, brother. Wow, <laughs> wow. Have a day, Josh. Yep. Gibbs fumble, brutal. Went the wrong way, fumbled it. Those are brutal. I understand other things, but other things happen in football all the time. You still have the window. You still were able. You could have overcome things that you knew were going to happen. Look, the 49ers were not going to go away quietly. They weren't, and all these other things did happen. I get it, but you could have helped that by kicking field goals and getting that, building that lead back up, that 17-point lead up again, and tying it in the fourth quarter. And I just will not understand. People are allowed to have their opinions, and they can agree with it and say, well, that's just what he's done the whole time, and that's okay. You will never convince me that was the right decision in the NFC Championship game. In week seven, sure, go for it. All day long. 
Week three, go for it. Week 12, go for it. It's the regular season. I don't care. Not in the NFC Championship game. That's yeah, the, me. The, the stakes of not getting a fourth and two at your own 35 in week six is not the same in not getting that in an NFC Championship game or, like you said, you're minutes away from possibly playing for a Super Bowl. And all you got to do is look at teams like the Tennessee Titans. How close were they to making a Super Bowl? And look how far away they are right now at, at losing to the Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. And now you're wondering... When's the next time they're going to make the playoffs? So I, I agree with you. It's it's one thing being aggressive. It's okay being aggressive. It's another being reckless and foolish. And I thought it was what, reckless. That's what Dan Campbell was. Yeah, I said I tweeted that that that's it was reckless and it was coaching malpractice. It just was. And I and I actually have praised Dan Campbell and I have praised the Lions all year. I picked them to win the division before the season began. I picked. Look, I have been a Lions. I've been rooting for them. Yeah. But I'm sorry. I, I will not make excuses for what Dan Campbell did in la last night's game. I just won't. Um, this is a little new to me, so before we bring up the next caller. And now it's time for the NFL Roundup with our guy, Eric. I mean, this is maybe why he calls this show a little bit more than two to four. We don't have this for Eric. Eric, what's up? Man, for both. Oh, hey. there you are. There you are. Sorry. Hey, hey, hey. First of all, I just want to say, man, I just feel so bad for both Dr. Detroit and Michigan. I hated it because I wanted the Lions to win so bad, but you're right on that. You're, you're absolutely 1,000% right. I just don't understand the guys defending it. But before I get more into both that game and the Baltimore game, Dan, I mean, um, Darren, um, when I called you, of course, remember one of the things that you, me, and Justin did, and of course I called in, I told it play, playoff confidence one through 10. Who did I have at number one and number two? Uh, well, Kansas City and San Francisco. Yeah, that's right. I had San Francisco number one and Kansas City number two, and I had Baltimore fifth. And I remember you. You remember? I you remember? I remember your reaction when you said you've got Baltimore fifth. I said, "Yep, yep." Yeah, now, they did take they did take a step and win, but I also told you Friday when I called in. I said, "Look, I said any other team." All day, every day, Sunday, I'll take the Baltimore Ravens. But it's Patrick Mahomes. You got to knock him out. And I just said I had a feeling that Kansas City was going to win the game. I couldn't pick against Patrick Mahomes, and they did it. Now, surprised the way they did, I'd expect that type of a dominant performance. But that's why I picked them. And another game, this is what I said. I said I did not know if Detroit would win, but I picked them against the spread, which they did. They did almost too. blew it. But but here's the thing on both games. First of all, you got to give Andy Reid and Steve Spagnuolo credit for their coaching job, outstanding mm -hmm. job. John Harbaugh was terrible, and Todd Munkin was awful. It mm -hmm. seemed like Baltimore pretty much went away from what they did. They only ran the ball, what, I think it was a total of six times outside of Mark Jackson. He had eight rushes for 50 times. There were times he looked hesitant and just unsure what to do. I thought he was going to do like he did against Houston and just take off, and he didn't do that. But like I said, you got it. But also, Baltimore, it just looked like somebody made a point this morning. They felt like. They just deserved to be there. They earned the right to be there. But they were just going to show up, and it was at home. They were going to win. I mean, they got rambled. I mean, Tra Travis Kelsey taunted them, and also he made some great catches. The cheap shots and penalties, it's so stupid. I mean, Zay Flowers with the uh, whole taunting guy was hurt. Then he gets to the end zone, and great defense job by Kansas City to poke the ball out as he tried to die for the end zone. And then he hurts his hand when he slams his hand on the bench and cuts his hand. Mm -hmm. I mean, just – 
you know, Patrick Mahomes got, I don't know who it was, defensive line and grad space mask. The Javian Clowney, which was a stupid shot, right under the chin. You don't think it's not going to get called. John Harbaugh said, what, what, what? Pass booing. It was the correct call. It was. He got not, mm-hmm. Yeah. And Lamar Jackson throwing in the triple coverage, which that was a terrible throw, and just on and on and on, just self-inflicted wounds. You just did not think with the magnitude of that and that they would just play like they did. But, you know, and I'm not saying they can't get back, but with those quarterbacks in the AFC, there's no guarantee Lamar Jackson is going to get back to that position again. Like you said, you got to take advantage of the opportunities you, you get. And the NFC, same thing. Because another franchise, you remember, of course, was futility for so long, of course, was New Orleans Saints. But they did get the Super Bowl, and they won it. They took advantage of the opportunity. They haven't been back since. But you just never, never know if you're going to get the opportunity. And, guys, let's get off all this criticism of Brock Purdy. Whatever you think of him, guys, he definitely stepped up with his rush. He did the runs like a lot of people thought Lamar was going to do and just kept running and running, picking up key first downs. He definitely stepped up in the second half. And I, I agree with you what you said about Dan Campbell. I mean, you can't do that. They had a golden opportunity, blew it, and even though he said he doesn't regret it and all that type of stuff, you're right. This is the NFC Championship game, you know, and San Francisco, yeah, they earned Eric, it. Eric, let me just tell you, if they don't ever yeah. get back to the spot again, I'm just, yeah. I will tell you right now, he will regret it. He may yeah, never, yeah, yeah. he may never yeah, admit it publicly, yeah. but I'm telling you, yeah. he will have sleepless nights over that. And, this and, is like when and, Seattle, remember when yeah, Seattle yeah. lost in the fashion yeah, they did because yeah. they didn't hand the ball yeah. off to Marshawn Lynch? Yeah, 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 yeah. They could have back to back Super Bowls. Yep. They blew that, and they, and that pretty much was the downfall. Of and, that and how many franchise. times have they been back since? None. None. Yeah, and, and also you got to say one other thing. I don't know if I would say it. Some people say this. I've heard a lot of people say that they thought that both Detroit and Baltimore choked yesterday. So I don't think know, Detroit. Was, I, I don't think Detroit choked. I think their coach choked. I don't. I yeah, think Detroit yeah, well, was ready to play. Baltimore that's true, that's true. looked like a team that that's, that's that didn't true. belong. I mean, they were just awful. I don't know what else yeah, to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. And this is not the Super Bowl I wanted to do. And this is a shout out to Tony. He said I didn't mention Taylor Swift when I mentioned that subtle thing I did on Friday. That was in reference to Surge, because I said this is what the NFL and CBS wanted for obvious reasons. That was my reference to Taylor Swift. I kind of was mentioning her without mentioning her, but they've got the record Super Bowl ratings they're going to get with those two teams. It's hard, because I don't like either team, but if I have to pull for somebody, it's probably going to be San Francisco because of Brock Purdy and Kyle Shanahan, but we'll see what happens. Yeah. Darren, I may call you back later okay. this afternoon. Take care. All right, thank you, you Appreciate it. I, I appreciate you doing that, even if you don't have the music in the, the, the open. I appreciate you doing that. I will be on two to four with, with Justin, the McFarland show, uh, Tony and Nolan's. We'll get to you on the other side. Let's take a quick break more, uh, on the other side, Greg and John Nashville sports radio. The traditional first year anniversary gift is paper. Yay. Envelopes. The traditional 10 year anniversary gift is tin or aluminum. Are there sardines in here? And the 20-year anniversary gift is the chance to win up to a million dollars. Now that's what I'm talking about. It's our anniversary, but we thought about what you'd want. The new 20th anniversary Jumbo Bucks Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. 
start the new year off with a bang of big savings during the Omaha Steaks end-of-season event. You can stock up on all your favorites and get 50% off site-wide. That's 50% off incredible steaks like their legendary Butcher's Cut Filet Mignon or sink your teeth into their memorable Butcher's Cut Top Sirloin. Just go to omahasteaks.com. Plus, when you use code QUALITY at checkout, you'll get an extra $30 off your order. From perfectly aged tender steaks to juicy burgers, decadent desserts, and classic comfort meals, every bite is guaranteed perfect. For a limited time, get 50% off site-wide. Plus, save an extra $30 when you use promo code QUALITY at checkout. Start the new year off right and warm up your winter with tender steaks and hearty home-cooked favorites from Omaha Steaks. All 50% off with their end-of-season event. Make sure to enter the promo code QUALITY at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum purchase may apply. Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher. Michael Fabiano here, and if you want even more excitement on game day, it's time to get on prize picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you can win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks, and with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, prize picks is the place to play this season. PrizePix has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Watch your entry update in real time and continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. And right now, when you go to prizepix.com slash primetime and use code primetime, PrizePix is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepix.com slash primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy, must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for details. And now NetPaint LLC is reminding Americans to show support to the brave men and women who serve our U.S. military. Please visit DAV.org and consider donating to the disabled U.S. veterans who need our help. This message is brought to you by NetPaint LLC, serving Nashville and the surrounding areas for 10 years. For all your residential, commercial, interior, and exterior painting needs, give the pros a call today at 615-608-4548. 615-608-4548. That's NetPaint LLC. They're professionals who care. This is the Grant Fogue and John Burton Show. I don't believe Brable wants to be a part of this. And so I think Amy Adams Strunk decided, well, it's time to move on. I, you know, that was a gangster-like move to say, all right, you know what? I don't want to I don't want to employ somebody that doesn't want to be here. Goodbye. If they have another season like they did this mm-hmm. year, he's gone he's anyway. He's gone anyway. No, wherever he goes now, he's got four to five years. Yes. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton, WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. One is in great shape. The other is, well, a shape. The Greg Bogue and John Burton Show. Darren McFarland filling in for Greg and John. Pat and Cook is alongside. We're live here in the Strike Spare Family Fund Center studio. 615-844-5600. Teresa Walker will join us in the second hour, uh, about 1020 is when Teresa will uh, join us. We'll talk about Brian Callahan getting sworn in last week. We played that press conference live here on Nashville Sports Radio and uh, get her thoughts on the new head coach as he tries to now assemble his staff. So we'll get into all that with Teresa in the second hour. Let's go to Nolansville. Tony is up next. Tony, what's up? Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, well, y'all have covered the NFL quite extensively, and I tell you what, it's everything you've said is spot on. 
The only thing y'all have left off is I firmly believe there is a conspiracy to get Taylor and the NFL back to the Super Bowl. Uh, As my niece called it, it's going to be called not the Super Bowl, but the Swifties Bowl. (laughs) Okay. Well, I think uh, think that's where it's at. Uh, Eric's right. It's, It's all about what they want in the market. Uh, I don't know how much money they've got to whoever they've gotten to, but Lamar, he sure didn't look like Lamar. And for a game that many people thought he was going to solidify his status and his stature, uh, it, it collapsed. And it just, he looked like Ned in the first reader. Looked like he had never done anything. And, uh, you know, I just, it's a game, I, I don't know how much I care about it. Of course, we talked about it Friday, Darren, that, you know, the 49ers were expected to be there last year but didn't have the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, went into the Eagles game without a quarterback, actually. So this was pressure on them to get back. So, But, uh, you know, it's just uh, you just don't give away points like the coach did at Detroit. You just – You've got the lead. You had momentum. You've taken the crowd out of the game, and you could put them to start putting a nail in a coffin, and you just ended up eating a bag of uh, choke berries. So yeah. Well, look what happened whenever the first time when he when he went for it on the fourth. What was it? Fourth and two, and and look, I, I get it. It was a bad drop, and it should have been converted, but it wasn't. So what happened after that? That's when literally Detroit fell apart, and when San Francisco turned it on. Ball hitting the face, man. That was an unbelievable catch. That um, I forget who it was made the catch when the ball uh, deep down there inside the five yard line, and it bounced off the Detroit defender's face mask. Oh yeah, Brandon Ayuk. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was amazing. That was a great catch. Uh, now on the Vanderbilt guys. Mm, here we go. The football program is now the is uh, Vanderbilt Aggies from New Mexico State. They've hired four coaches, including the retired head coach as a consultant, brought in, I think, a quarterback or two and maybe even three players. And so we'll see if the Vanderbilt Aggies, Commodore slash Aggies, uh, can do anything this coming year. Clark Lee lost six coaches off the past coaching staff. Some left, some were demoted, some were fired, so going to be interesting to see how they get ready and play out, especially going into spring practice, what the lineup is. And now, and then, uh, you know, Patton, chime in on this also, by all means. What I watched Saturday with Vanderbilt, uh, you know, you've got a limited depth, and you don't call timeouts. You're running your starting five, six players out there, you know, they're running with their tongues out. The game was a good game up to a certain point, and you just let it once again just totally start getting away from you. What do you think about it, Pat? I'm pretty fed up, uh, quite frankly, Tony. And uh, I mean, Saturday, Saturday is what it is. I mean, Tennessee is a great team. They have a G-word right. great player in Dalton Connect, but the issues aren't just Saturday. It, it is top to bottom. I, I think with what Jerry Stackhouse has done. I mean, granted, is some of it just bad luck? Sure. But I, I think you can look at what's going on right now and all the problems, and I would lay 
of all those problems at his feet? Is it the depth? Well, that's your fault for not recruiting. Is it the injuries? Uh, yes, it's your fault because you're running your starters into the ground. I, I just think uh, top to bottom, if he's not fired at the end of the season, Tony, uh, Candace Story League can go ahead and just come on out and say we don't care about men's basketball anymore. Add that to the list to uh, football in the SEC. Go ahead and add men's basketball to that list because I, I don't know what she can look at at what this program has been for five to six years now and say it's been good enough. Uh, it'll be seven years this year um, not making the NCAA tournament. Not making the NCAA right, Darren. Good point. And when you look at the gym, guys, Memorial Magic, Memorial Gym, what it was to what it is today, guys, it was, two, I'm going to say three to one orange over black and gold. Everything I saw on on social media was 70% Vols fans. It's unbelievable. And, and here's the other alarming part. The Vandy student section had bags over their head. Oh, they did? Yep. Yeah. And they booed I Jerry Stackhouse when he was introed. That was oh, not the Tennessee wow. fans. That was the Vandy fans. This is I, I talked to somebody who was there. This is what I was told. I was not there on Saturday. Uh, my son had a basketball game Saturday night. Uh, but I, I watched I watched everything I could until I had to walk into the gym Saturday night. And, um, yeah, they booed Jerry Stackhouse when he was introed, and they were wearing bags over their heads. You know, I told Candace a few months back last year. I had a little talk with her, about 15-minute talk. And told her, I said, you played here. You've been in a role that nobody else has been in. You played here, and now you are in a position. You can make changes here and know what players need, know what fans want. And I said, if you, you know, it's in your hands and in your lap. And as you just said, uh, Patton, if she doesn't do something and and doesn't take care of business that everybody is knows needs to happen, then that's another message that she's sending to the fan base. Yeah. What little fan base we have now. It's unbelievable. Well, Guys, I'm going to let you go and let y'all talk about it a little bit more. Thank you, Tony. Appreciate it. I'll just say this finally. Uh, for me as a fan, I, I've told people I will not be going until something changes over there because I, I'm not going to waste my time. I'm not going to waste my money when it's pretty clear the the motivations over there. It's if it's an away fan or a Vandy fan, it's all money the same uh, to that administration over there. And if it doesn't happen, so be it. Then I, I, I just won't be a part of it. All right. Final break. Come back. Wrap up the first hour next. Do you ever feel like gambling is causing financial strain or hurting your relationships? The Gambling Clinic has been helping people who want to change their gambling habits for over two decades. With physical clinics and remote online appointments, we're here to help you make informed decisions about your gambling so it doesn't lead to a bigger problem. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com so we can work together to help you win your life back. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. Bar Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel downtown is at the heart of Music City. Located within walking distance of the Country Music Hall of Fame, Bar Lines at the Omni is your downtown honky-tonk destination. Watch your team for many seat on their plentiful HD TVs and catch a live show on the Bar Lines stage featuring live music seven days a week. Bar Lines has the ultimate southern comfort food. Get started with classic fried green tomatoes or bourbon barbecue wings. Then it's on to the massive Smashville 
double stack or the world famous bar lined grinder. Oh, you've never heard of the bar lined grinder? Two kinds of cheese, lettuce, Dijon, smoked turkey, smoked bacon, smoked ham. Now that's some smoke you want. Local brews and local spirits are on tap at bar lines. Take a seat on the patio outside and soak up the rhythm of Music City. Bar lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel, Fifth Avenue, downtown. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first 100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800 649 0142 If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's a Bill King show. This Nick Saban topic is so interesting. I was thinking about the future. The new teams that the SEC and the B1G are bringing in and the Big 12. The 12-team playoff. The lawlessness, the constant change, but now we enter the next playing portion without Nick Saban. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Call or text the Greg Bogan News Channel 5 John Burton Show at 615-844-5600. Tennessee was down at half and then came back and got the 13-point victory. Vanderbilt is still winless in conference play. So they went winless in conference play in football, and now they're winless in men's basketball. Obviously, the, the women's team is a whole lot better. Uh, in fact, they, they lost to South Carolina yesterday, but Don Staley had some really nice things to say about yep. Vanderbilt and uh, Shea Ralph, but here, here is my my quick one. It, it's it's a hot mess right now, and there's to me, there's no excuse. Vanderbilt basketball can't be successful, none whatsoever. Sixty eight teams go. You're you're in a Power Five. You're in the SEC. You're in Nashville. Basketball has worked before. It hasn't been perfect, but they've had success in basketball. To go seven straight years without making the NCAA tournament to me is completely inexcusable. This is what my take has been on Jerry Stackhouse. And we can continue this on the other side if you want. Teresa Walker will join us at about 10.20. I I think Jerry Stackhouse can coach 
But here's my thing, Patton. I just know that what he's doing. I'm not over there. I'm not. I'm not over there every day. I'm not following. I'm not. I'm not around the program. I just know from watching that whatever he's doing, it's not working. That's what I know. Okay, because kids are leaving. They're not getting better. He's been there five years, and five years they haven't gone to the NCAA tournament. Recruiting classes are terrible. Yeah, it, I mean it's just year, not working. No. So that's what I know. I do think he can coach, but there is more than just coaching. And I just know that what he's doing right now, it's it hasn't worked. So if it's not working, it doesn't matter if he can coach or not. Because I do believe he can coach. I know he knows the game. Good lord, he played he's played basketball his whole life, but. Five years, no NCAA tournament, seven years, Vanderbilt basketball program. It's just inexcusable. All right, we'll come back. Hour number two next. Five sixty AM, ninety five nine FM, Redwood, Nashville, one oh seven nine FM Smyrna, Nashville's first twenty four hour sports station. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. ABC News, I'm Brian Clark. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby says there will be a response to the drone attack in Jordan that killed three U.S. service members and injured 34. We'll do that in a time and a manner of our choosing uh, to see what we can do to help uh, bring these attacks to an end and make sure that we can protect our troops and facilities. He echoed President Biden saying Iran is supporting the groups carrying out these attacks. Meanwhile, talks continue for a ceasefire in the Israel-Hamas war. House Republicans are planning to mark up articles of impeachment against Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, saying he failed to secure the southern border. Two members of the British royal family out of the hospital, King Charles, have been treated for an enlarged prostate, and Princess Kate, who had undergone abdominal surgery. And the U.S. Olympic Committee is praising a ruling by the Court of Arbitration for Sport, which upheld the ban on a Russian figure skater who had tested positive for a banned drug in 2022. This means the U.S. now wins gold. This is ABC News. Give the star in your life the brightest gift in the world. Name a star after them. This is Rocky Moselle with International Star Registry. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit starregistry.com, you can name a star for birthdays, weddings, or even memorials. Over 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities and individuals from around the world. The star you name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit starregistry.com or call 800-282-3333. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Honey, the credit card bill came, and we're maxed out. Maxed out cards. Rent is due. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. Maybe we should go to 27cash.com. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000, and cash can hit our bank account as soon as tomorrow. When you need extra cash, go to 27cash.com. That's 27cash.com. 27cash.com. <laughs> WNSR. And now for today's winning Cash 3 and Cash 4 numbers from the Tennessee Lottery. The first number is the number you just thought of. The second number is the number you would have picked. The third number is the day of your wedding anniversary. And the fourth number They're only is... lucky numbers if you decide to play them. Cash 3 and Cash 4, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. 
Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, himscom slash J-O-Y. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. Are you ready to rock, boys and girls? Behold, it's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? Welcome back to the Greg Bogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Ow. Now, here's Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. Ow. Ow. And Darren McFarland filling in for them. Pat Cook alongside. We are live in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. Hope everybody's having a good start to your week here on this Monday morning. Had a great weekend. 615-844-5600. I will also be in my normal spot on the McFarland Show 2-4 to four today with Justin. DJ Damon will be alongside. I'm going to let you, before we switch gears, just because you are the big Vandy fan, we'll have Teresa Walker join us in about 15 minutes. We'll get into all things Titans with her. But it's just as a Vanderbilt fan, um, I kind of said my piece. I don't really have a whole lot to say other than, look, it's just not working. Sure. Like, let's just be honest. This is, it's not working. What What are your thoughts? I mean, when you, 70% of the fans are Tennessee fans. Vanderbilt student section's got bags over their heads. They're booing the head coach when he's introduced. You see the way this season has gone. It's really been a disaster the whole year. They're not going to get this turned around. It doesn't matter. I mean, you've, the hole is way bigger than last right. year. They couldn't turn it around last year, and they got red hot. Had better players on that roster yeah. as well. So you're like, I'll just let you kind of, if you have anything else yeah. to say. Well, I, I will. I will say this, and this this may be unpopular. At least, at least with Bryce Drew. At least you had the recruiting classes. At yeah. least you had kids coming in that you're seeing on the NBA level right now. Sure. Oh, by the way, Darius Garland, who is an all-star point guard. Uh, Aaron Neesmith, who uh, Bryce Drew brought in. Scotty Pippen, who was a Bryce Drew recruit. recruit. And I know Jerry developed him very nicely. But 
I granted he wasn't winning enough games, had the team basically quit on him further down the year, and that's ultimately why they got rid of him. And well, they went over in the this last year they went over exactly. in conference play. And, uh, a move was not going to be made until the team quit on him, and basically a move had to be made. But at least with Bryce Drew, you knew he's busting his ass on the on the trail. He, he's making connection with kids that are going to make real impacts at the next level. I, I just look at what Vanderbilt is now and the kids you have coming in. Ezra Magnon, great kid, terrific kid. He's going to be playing in China in the next couple of months. He's not going to the NBA. Tyron Lawrence, great kid. You paid a lot of money for him to come back. I just look at the talent. It's not good enough. And I question the motivation and the effort put behind Jerry Stackhouse because there's no reason a guy like Jerry Stackhouse, a a guy played in the NBA, played with Michael Jordan. Played forever. Exactly. Played forever. He's got a lot of connections in the NBA. You tell me he can't parlay that into some kids want to say maybe this guy can make make me an nba player and that has not happened and it's not going to happen it's not happening next year i love uh, tyler tanner i believe the kid out of brentwood academy terrific highlight reel he's too small to play in the sec i don't see that working at at the big time the the recruiting services certainly do not see it so i just think why for candace story lee at every stop Football, basketball, on uh, both for a c- couple of coaches now. Why does it take this absolute extreme for anything to happen over there? It took Derek Mason a good set the whole place on fire over there. I love Derek Mason. I hope he does great in Murfreesboro at MTSU. But he damn near burned that program to the ground with some of the stuff he's doing. And I look at what Jerry Stackhouse is doing now. There's apathy on that program right now. And I get it, football's never going to be a tip-top uh, program in the SEC, but damn it, basketball absolutely can. So I just, I know I'm, uh, that was a big rant that I probably didn't need to have, but I just, I think I look out and say, what in the world are they doing over there? And there's not, it's 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 a church mouse over there. Nothing. If you're not going to fire them, so be it. But put out a statement and say, this isn't good enough. Times are going to have to be better moving forward. And that doesn't mean you're going to have to keep them, but to say nothing and to act like nothing is going on over there, it's insulting the fans. Quite frankly, it's insulting those players over there too. What would you, what are you tell those players next season? This is good enough, and this is just how it's going to be. Well, apparently it is uh, to uh, McGugan over there. Yeah. Well said. Uh, yesterday we were talking in the first hour about Kansas City Super Bowl set, Super Bowl 58 set in Vegas, now 13 days away. Kansas City in San Francisco. I, I kind of hate it because I look, I, I make no secret. I was rooting for Detroit because it I, then I would have a rooting interest in the Super Bowl. I mean, Kansas City, I have nothing against Kansas City, and I have good, I had, uh, I have close friends that are uh, Chiefs fans, and so I'll, I'll probably, I, not probably, I will pull for them, even though, you know, been there, done it. <laughs> it was like, I don't have anything against Kansas, but it's like, okay. So that on the AFC, but San Francisco, I don't really have, I have no, whatever. Uh, it's like, okay, cool. But I don't, I don't have any pull for the 49ers. I mean, they've, they've been a very, very successful franchise. It'll be a highly rated Super Bowl. It's two really, really good teams. I think I saw where San Francisco is the early favorite. I think what, one and a half, two points. Yep. I suspect that'll come down a bit. I think, I think more money. Look, San Francisco has escaped 
two games at home and could have easily lost both of them. Green Bay and Detroit. Green Bay and Detroit. Two teams that most people didn't even have in the playoffs. This thought this season was going to be just okay. They were going to be just like a seven, eight-win team teams. Both of them could have easily, should have won. Both of them should have won. They didn't. You know, credit for the 49ers for that. But I, I would say the money, I think, will start coming in on Kansas City, I think. Totally agree. And right now, the Chiefs, their past two uh, playoff games, they've been road dogs. and They've won outright both times. Uh, of course, beating Buffalo and then beating uh, Baltimore Ravens. I agree. I think money's coming in on Kansas City. I just don't see how it can't be. You're going to look at the court, and I know the quarterbacks are never going to be on the field at the same time, but... Are you going to bet on Brock Purdy or are you going to bet on Patrick Mahomes? I know which one I'm taking uh, in in two weeks' time. And I agree, it is it is odd because usually when you have these, there's going to be a massive ratings for multiple reasons. Uh, sure, Taylor Swift is probably in there somewhere. But I don't really hate either team. I mean, whenever the Patriots were in Yeah, the, I, I'm I with like, you. I, I'm with you. I don't Patriots, hate either team. Please lose. Please yeah. lose. I just don't really have that on either one of these. Yeah. But it's, it's going to be an exciting matchup. It's the matchup the NFL wanted without a doubt. And uh, I think... For the neutral, that that's what I wanted. I know it would have been great for uh, Detroit to be in there, but two, I think the best teams, without a doubt, in, in the NFL are going to get to play in the Super Bowl. Brock Purdy was 13 of 16 for 174 yards, and I think he ran for 49 yards. Mm-hmm. That was all in the second half. Remember, they're down 17 at the half. And what did Brock Purdy do? He basically carried the 49ers, to the Super Bowl. Brock Purdy. Yep. So people can say what they want. Mr. Irrelevant, last pick in the draft. He's not a lead. Oh, okay. But I will say this about Brock Purdy. He's a gamer. I can tell you that. Because if he wasn't, there's no way he would have done what he did in the second half. 13 of 16 for 174 yards passing, and he had some monster runs. Mm Mm-hmm. In that second half. Like I said, I think he ran for 49 yards. I think in total, he was 13 of 16. And if you count his rushing yards and passing yards, I think it was like 223 yards in the second half. And he did what Lamar Jackson couldn't do, destroy a narrative. The narrative was there that if all things aren't going well for Brock Purdy, they're going to lose the football game. And that first half, just about anything that could have went wrong, went wrong. I mean, that interception wasn't his fault. He got his hand slapped at the line of scrimmage by the defensive lineman. It was a lame duck that flew up there. But I, I agree. I Brock Purdy has been, to me, I think one of the better stories the NFL's ever had, quite frankly. A guy who taken last overall and right now in his second year has got a chance to win a Super Bowl ring. Same as Patrick Mahomes in his second year as a starter. So, it's it's been fun to watch. I will say this though: when they were down seventeen, I I just had a bad feeling for Detroit. You, you just kind of had that feeling that San Francisco's not going anywhere, and all it's going to take is one touchdown, and all the momentum is going to go back to them. And you knew Dane Campbell was going to, as much as we hate it, and we were talked about it how boneheaded of a decision it was. You knew he was going to make that decision. I, but I didn't. I did not have those same feelings. Okay, I didn't have those feelings until. The first fourth and two in the in the in the third quarter, after San Francisco in their first drive kicked a field goal, 
which I thought was a victory. Yeah. Because I expected San Francisco to come out and march right down the field. Heck, Kyle Shanahan admitted in the postgame presser. He was like, you know, after that first drive and the field goal, I, I didn't feel like that was enough. Yeah. Like, he's basically admitting, like, we needed more than <laughs> right. just a field goal. And that, but we that's all we got was a field goal. And that, that did not, he was like basically saying that didn't, that wasn't good enough. And whenever he just didn't match them, he had the opportunity to match them where you're midway through the third quarter or even less. I don't remember what the time was on the clock. I don't know if you, if you know that the, uh, where, where it was exactly in the third quarter, but he could have matched their three points and kept it a 17 point lead. Yep. I felt like once he, cause I was literally going, no, this is bad. This is bad. <laughs> this is bad. This is before the play happened. This is bad. This is not good. Take the points. Be, I, I get it. I don't, I don't want to hear what you did all season. That's the regular season. Yep. And you even did in the playoffs. I understand this is the NFC championship game. You're now a quarter and a half away from the Super Bowl. And you've got an opportunity with a quarter and a half to go. That's about 21 minutes, I think, was left in the game. To still have a 17-point lead. And he chose to go for it. And look, I get it. If they convert and they score a touchdown, they probably win. right? And everybody would praise him. See, you did. Dan Campbell, you did what you did on here. No, and I get all that, and that's fine. But I still didn't agree with the decision. I didn't agree with the the next time you have an opportunity to tie it in the fourth quarter with about six and a half minutes to go. You had an opportunity to tie the game, and you said nope. And I just I don't agree with it. I do not agree with it. I don't care if you did it all season. I do not care. This is the NFC Championship game. You were on the doorstep of getting to the Super Bowl. You're on the doorstep of doing something that no one has been able to do in Detroit. In fact, they've only this is only the second time they've ever been in this spot right. in franchise history. And you would have been the darling, the toast of the town, the toast of the country. Everybody would be talking about the Lions today. Everybody. It would be crazy the buildup. I'm just telling you. There would be a lot more intrigue with the Lions in the Super Bowl than the 49ers. No disrespect to the 49ers. It's just they've been there, done it so many times. That was their 19th appearance in a conference championship game. That's absurd yeah. in franchise history. 19th. 19th. This is what their ninth time in the Super Bowl, I think. Yeah, it doesn't suck to be a 49ers fan. No. No, there hasn't been a whole lot of misery. No. As a 49ers fan, right? So, uh, but they didn't. And and we know the rest is history. And now it's the 49ers and um, and the Kansas City Chiefs. And it's still a, still a great matchup. I would have liked to have seen Detroit in there. But, you know, uh, look, if Dan wants to go down with it, he can go down with it. Look, I didn't agree with it in the Dallas Cowboys game. I thought it was ridiculous with all the penalties. And to still go for it, the two-point conversion, I thought was just stupid. But again, it's the regular season. Right. Okay. What was the second to last game? Okay, fine. I mean, it's the regular season. You're going to the playoffs. So, okay, fine. If you want to stay with that theme, even though I thought it was just stupid, like give yourself a chance. Right. 
to go into Dallas and win. And I just thought it was like the probability, like, give me a break. Like once it, what were they at the, the, the nine, what were they at? Seven, nine. I don't know what it was. It was just like so dumb, but again, regular season, but this is the NFC championship game. Now it's different. It just is. The stakes are different. And, um, he chose to stick with it. And, you know, a lot of people will praise it. I won't. A lot of people are going to be in his, in his camp and that's fine. I won't that he blew it. And Josh Reynolds blew it. Gibbs blew it. There were a lot of people to blame, but ultimately he's the head coach. He had an opportunity to stop all that stuff where that stuff wouldn't have mattered and still give them a chance to win. And he chose not to, he chose to pass up points. So that's what I'll say about that. We'll come back. We'll talk to Teresa Walker from the Associated Press. We'll do that next here on Nashville Sports Radio. And now, Keep It Clean Tree Service is reminding Americans to show support to the brave men and women who serve in our U.S. military. Please visit USO.org and locate Military Care Package to see how you could make a difference today. This message is brought to you by Keep It Clean Tree Service. For tree trimming, tree removal, stump removal, grinding, and site management, beautify your property with Keep It Clean Tree Service. Give the pros a call today at 615-480-0029, 615-480-0029, or visit KeepItCleanSolutions.com. That's Keep It Clean Tree Service, proudly saluting our troops and veterans. They're professionals who care. Bob Steak and Chop House, located in the Omni Nashville Hotel, is a nationally renowned steakhouse specializing in the finest corn-fed Midwestern prime beef. The menu formula is simple. Incredible meat, gigantic shrimp, fabulous salads, and decadent desserts. Start your experience at Bob's with the fried calamari or fresh scallops seared in Texas burnt honey. All the beef at Bob Steak and Chop House are USDA prime cuts from the traditional fillet of tenderloin and ribeye to the adventurous Kansas City bone-in strip. They even have two different surf and turf options. And if you're looking for the other white meat, Bob Steak and Chop House serves a dry-aged pork tomahawk with homemade applesauce. Fresh seafood is on the menu from salmon to scampi and even fresh lobster tail. For reservations, give them a call or log on to the Omni Nashville Hotel website. Bob Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. I like putting parlay bets together, hammering the overs, And anytime player touchdown bets always have me on the edge of my seat. So if you're ready to do the same, visit FanDuel.com slash win and kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com slash win. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus and President Kentucky. First online real money wager only $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's starleasing.com to learn more. 
It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Let me get your initial reaction. Mike Vrabel is fired as the coach of the Titans. Initial reaction is taking aback, uh, a little shock. What in the world was going on in that building that led to this decision? Amy Adams is absolutely fearless as an executive. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Wow, those guys are still on. Well, actually, not today. Darren McFarland filling in. Patton Cook is alongside. We're here live in the Strikers Fair Family Fun Center studio on this Monday. Let's go to the phones and bring in Teresa Walker from the Associated Press. She now joins us. Teresa, good morning. Good morning, Darren. How are you guys doing on this Monday? Are you, you going to survive with uh, just being one of the, um, you know, there's only one real game left that uh, matters for the in, in, until September when the season starts anew, the Super Bowl. Uh, if you did not catch the cold open to Saturday Night Live on, on Saturday night, it sums up what I think a lot of NFL fans are feeling. There's almost a mourning period. It's like, we got one game left. Oh, my goodness. I know. It, that, that part is depressing, and the other part that's depressing is what we were talking about in the first hour, and I'm like, let's see, Joe Burrow, he's young. Patrick Mahomes, he's young. Josh Allen, he's young. Justin Herbert, he's young. Lamar Jackson, he's young. C.J. Stroud, he's young. Oh, wait a minute. They're all in the AFC. It's not going to get any easier, right, Uh, for the Titans. It's just it's tough sledding in the AFC, Teresa, and it doesn't look like any of these teams are going anywhere anytime soon because they all have that franchise quarterback. And we're going to try to figure out, Brian Callahan and his new staff are going to have to figure out what they have in Will Levis. But if Will Levis doesn't turn out to be a franchise quarterback, you know, this thing's going to take a while, unfortunately. But that's why they went, the Tennessee Titans went and got this offensive-minded coach and Brian Callahan is to try and they, they believe that Will Levis is that guy. Now they've got to do it, do something to you know help him develop so that he can be that guy, right? Mm-hmm. That's the key is doing those things, putting those things in place, and you know that's why they made the hire, you know, and that's why they traded up to get thirty three. They think he is, and you know, do we know it like the Texans know it with C.J. Stroud? No, we're gonna have to see this, and you know that. But that's that was uh, probably among the reasons. You know, Amy Adams Strunk announced she was firing him. What did she say? That, she, you know, they want, they, I thought that made it very, very clear. They want somebody who can develop him and turn him into that guy so that they've got that taken care of. And, guys, the people who were grading this whole pick, did you notice that they didn't seem to realize that they did take Will Levis this last year? What y'all looking at? It's like that we think, and I'll say this, I'm, I can't wait to see what what Brian Callahan does, but uh, and maybe it's because uh, I covered him for so long. But when Peyton Manning endorses a coaching hire, like he has with Brian Callahan when he was in Denver and they got a new coach, he's like, "You've got to keep him." That is an endorsement to me of Brian Callahan as an offensive coach, not first time head coach. But he told us Thursday, he gave a huge shout out to Zach Taylor for helping him. 
you know, essentially, you know, when he was making decisions and dealing with situations as a head coach, he knew that Brian Callahan was a future head coach in the NFL. So he said, watch what I do here. This is how I'm doing this. This is why I'm doing that. So that, you know, you know, to help him be ready for this moment. So now this guy absolutely fall through. We will see how they build the coaching staff, what they do with all this cap space, the number seven pick overall. But they have the pieces in place to be a competitor in the AFC because you're right, Darren. I mean, you know, it's funny, isn't it, that when Peyton was getting ready to retire, Drew Brees, Phillip Rivers, Tom Brady, everyone's like, wait a minute, who, you know, what's the next quarterback crop? We see it. It's here. It's not coming. You, you know, I mean, Patrick Mahomes just turned 28. I know. You know, Lamar <laughs> <Depressing>. Jackson <laughs> just is about to turn 27. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're literally, and, and, and this is how many Super Bowls for Patrick Mahomes? I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a gauntlet. You have to get better if you're going to com- have a chance to compete in the AFC. And, guys, I, you know, that I think is among the big reasons for the for the coaching change is you know the the offense was not good the last two years it really struggled this last year when you're scoring an average of 17.9 points a game Mm-mm. that's anemic so that's why they went out and it's the reason why Brian Callahan was the first coach that they interviewed via Zoom and Amy Adams Strunk says I didn't grab him by the legs as some people thought but we did want him out of the building they like what they talked about. And, I, and that line about how it went from interview to discussing players and personnel fits and, and things like that. When you start getting – that's when the date moves so fast you're about ready to put the ring on, okay? So this is why to be ready to compete at this point in an AFC that is absolutely loaded. Yeah, no doubt about it. So, you know, everybody – I don't want to say everybody. There's a lot of people, a lot of people. Oh, if you get rid of Mike Rabel, oh, Mike Rabel – Everybody, there was eight openings, Teresa. I mean, so they're going to be standing in line. They're going to gobble. He's going to get gobbled up so fast. Whoops, huh? Well, because I don't hey. think I don't think he's going to Washington. I think Ben Johnson's going there. From at least all the reports, it seems like the worst kept secret. And I guess Seattle's going Dan Quinn. I don't know what Seattle's doing, but it doesn't look like Mike Vrabel is going to get a, a head coaching job in this cycle. Do you agree or disagree? Well, at this point, there's only two jobs open. Right, I mean, that's, that's it. It, it's musical chairs when it, you know, when there's coaching openings and hirings. And yes, sometimes, a lot of times, uh, you know, it, it goes in cycles. And it feels like this year, look at how many guys are first time head coaches. Yeah. Raheem Morris is, is a, a, a second t- chance guy, but look how long it took him to get that second chance after the Bucks let him go. So, I mean, you know, it, that's the challenge. Gerard Mayo had the deal. He was the coach in waiting with the Patriots. Everybody thought Bill Belichick would be snapped up. I mean, it, you know, all signs apparently had him going to Atlanta. And what do they do? They end up bringing in Raheem Morris. Yes, a, a former NFL head coach, but Callahan, first-timer. Antonio Pierce, he's essentially a first-timer mm-hmm. because, he, you know, he, they took the interim tag off yep. and just made him the head coach. Uh, look around the rest of the league. Uh, you know, Canales, he, Carolina. Canales with the Panthers. Yep. It, 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 it just... This feels like an off season where NFL teams are saying, you know what, we want a new guy. We want a guy with, you know, a first timer. Uh, you know, the ages. Somebody tweeted out the ages, and they forgot Callahan. He's thirty nine. Uh, you know, Gerard Mayo is now the youngest coach in the NFL at thirty seven. And 
you know, you know, Mike Vrabel's not going to starve. He's still under contract. And, and for people saying Amy Adams is strunk is cheap because she didn't go get Harbaugh, uh, you know, I'm sorry, but she's paying the contract still for John Robinson until he gets a job and paying the uh, uh, contract for Mike Vrabel until he gets a job in the NFL again. So that's the thing. That That's actual money, people. So, but... Still, I do think that the person, her decision was driven more by the fact of a fresh offensive mind in Brian Callahan, and that's what's going on. So, uh, next year, everybody that gets hired, and they should be, I mean, the trend is at least four teams turn their, their head coach roster over every year, right? This was a year where we had eight. And so next year, the flavor of the month absolutely might be, let's go get somebody with experience because these first year coaches, oh heaven. It, that's what happens in the NFL. It goes in cycles. Teresa Walker on the line with Associated Press. I said on the McVarland show after Rand Carthon spoke, not at this last presser, before that, uh, after Mike Vrabel, and he kind of painted the picture like everything was just fine. And I said, look, no disrespect to Rand. I understand he's you know he's doing a, he's in a public forum, he's doing a presser. He's he, he's not going to bash. But I, I I said I just don't believe that everything was perfect between him and Mike Vrabel. Who's kidding? Who? There's a reason why Mike Vrabel was fired. It wasn't just because of the record, okay? There was a lot of other stuff going on behind the scenes, and I just don't believe everything was kumbaya and hunky-dory. Uh, I, I felt like those comments were justified or verified is the better word after his little opening remarks uh, leading up to Brian Callahan when he was talking about, what was it, hunting at the same time doesn't mean you're hunting together that to me was a direct shot at Mike Vrabel. Did you catch that? Did you did that thought cross your mind? I just felt like there were a couple subtle shots that to me really kind of explained to us a little bit about it seemed like Mike Vrabel and Rand Carthon were kind of doing their own thing. Well, and and it, yes, it was a bit of a red flag and I mean, we've all been trying to read the tea leaves to to pull what we can out of this because you know, the fact of the matter is Amy gave him and John Robinson both extensions after the 21 season. And, you know, so you're making a decision. And he was, you know, you would think that Mike Vrabel was included in that process a year ago when they hired uh, Rand Carthon. And for, you know, for things to have not meshed that way. And, and they said at that news conference a year ago, the word collaborative has, this isn't something that just popped up in the last month. So, you know, it does seem to indicate that there was uh, certainly uh, a, a gap, a divide, whatever you want to call it, You're, you know, not seeing eye to eye. I mean, we can come up with all the cliches you want, but the fact of the matter is, and for everyone who was mad on January 9th, it's like, well, what's happening? And, and Rand couldn't answer those questions yet. Uh, you know, some of the things about, you know, the delineation of powers and things like that. And we, you know, that nobody has said, well, I was doing this, he wanted that. There's been lots of chatter about, you know, who was responsible for Andre Dillard, who really was responsible, and things like that. Stuff that only comes out, it's like when you break up with somebody in a relationship, that's when you find out all the, you know, everything wasn't rose, roses and candlelit dinners, okay? So, <laughs> that, that's, you know, so we're going to probably get a few more tea leaves before this is all said and done, but that's the thing. Uh, in the NFL, they are, you know, wanting to collaborate. And the interesting thing is, Amy Adams' trunk statement on Wednesday made it crystal clear. Rand Carthon 
if there was a power battle that was going on between the first-year GM and the head coach that won three Super Bowl rings as a player and was in his sixth season with his franchise, well, she made it very clear. Rand's the guy who's now in charge of the final personnel decisions, the roster decisions, and even down to sports medicine. So he's the guy who's in charge of so much. And then Chad Brinker, Guys, he was still with Green Bay at this time last year, and he has now got the title of president of football ops. He's in charge of things like the salary cap and down to the security that oversees, you know, access to the building and things like that. I mean, you know, she made it incredibly clear who's doing what. And so guess what? Brand, love you, babe. But uh, something goes wrong now, it's all on your head. And it, it, that, that's where we're going to be because it couldn't be any clearer now. He has final roster decisions. I mean, Brian Callahan, as he starts to fill out his staff, Rand has the final say on who it is that the coaching staff is. And, you know, as somebody who's covered this team since they moved to the state, I'll just say this. Sometimes you, you need that other person to, to tell you, bro, that's not somebody you need to have in that position. You need somebody else to help you, you know, maybe keep you from making some mistakes. And, I mean, you know, hey, maybe Keith Carter would have been gone sooner rather than later. Maybe Craig Ackerman might have been gone sooner rather than later if there was something, if it was that clear under the last regime show. Uh, Todd Downing, hello. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, I still think, though, that they were going through players so much that it didn't hurt to have that extra body around to help coach guys up. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Sometimes, Mike, remember when Mike Munchak, uh, went to Houston, uh, you know, and was, you know, fighting for his guys. And there was a Friday he flew back from Houston and everybody thought, okay, it's good. He's back. He's still the coach. Everything's going to be fine. He's going to keep his job. And he didn't make coaching changes and he was fired the next day. I was in Memphis covering a basketball doubleheader. I didn't see but maybe 10 minutes of basketball that day. Why? Because I was covering a coaching decision and a, hi- a firing of, of Mike Munchak. Ken Wisenhunt. He didn't last too long. Mike Malarkey talked to us after a divisional round loss in New England and said, I'm not changing my offensive staff. Guess what? He was gone not too long after that. Do you really think, though, Rand Carthon is going to dictate to Brian Callahan who to hire on his staff? Like I, well, I, To me, the oversee. Oversee means... Look, at some point, I may give, you know, and maybe through this interview process, right? Maybe there is just like the Matt LaFleur thing. Maybe somebody wowed them in the interview process, and maybe he can tell Brian Callen, hey, like, you need to check out this cat. Like, this, he was really, really good. And that's what happened with Matt LaFleur. But I just, I can't imagine that Rand Carthon is going to dictate to him. And this is the people he's got to work with. This is the people he's got to feel comfortable with every day. I, I just don't think he, he may make suggestions, but I can't imagine that Rand Carthon, at least early on, at least right now, is going. You know, there may come a point down the road where he's like, "Hey, bro, like you said, like you got to move on from that. It's just not working. Like you gotta, you gotta come up with somebody else. This isn't well, working." And that's, and that's the thing because you know, guess what? In 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 the coaching business, you hire people that you know. I mean, some of the names that have surfaced. One of them, he went. You know, he was. At, went to high school with at De La South High School in California. So, you know, when you are when you become a head coach in whatever sport, you tend to look at guys that you've wanted to work with, guys that you know from other places. And sometimes, you know, so Rand may not say, This is this is who your coaching staff is going to be, take it. 
this is the list, go hire them. No, I don't think that's the thing. But my point is this. Sometimes you, you have blind spots with your friends, and you can't see that you think that they're really good at this or they'll be really good with this promotion to this position coach, but it doesn't work out. You've got to have somebody that, that can t- come to you and tell you it's not working. So, you know, and, and yeah, but when, hey, come on, Darren. I know that we're both a couple of people who've been married a long time and we kind of forget, but sometimes when everything's new and fresh, yeah, you give a little bit more leniency. Mm-hmm. You let guys do what they want to do. Let Brian Callahan, Callie, as he, he says is his nickname. So I'm going to have to get used to that because, you know, I, I'm used to calling people by their name. So, uh, you know, I, I've got to get that nickname down. But, you know, that's the thing. You let him fill out his staff, but Rand is that, is, is that eye in the sky that can, can t- you know, have that space step back. And if things aren't working after six months, that can be the, the boyfriend or, the, you know, the, the best friend that says, this isn't working. It, you, you thought it was. It's not. We need to make a change. That's the thing. And, and that's where I think that that power that Rand now has, that, I think that's when that will come into play is maybe at season's end. I mean, shoot, Q Freeze at the Music City Bowl talked about how, you know, challenging it is when you get hired building that first staff at a new place. And, look, he made a bunch of changes this offseason after the Music City Bowl. Uh, sometimes you put together the staff that you think will work, and then sometimes you have to make changes. So this is where, you know, I do expect Brian Callahan to have leeway in putting together his staff, but he's got to run it by Rand. You think he's going to bring in his dad? He's under contract. That was the one question I was able to get in over the shouting guys on Thursday. But uh, <laughs> you know, and, and it was a, and it was a question. And you didn't get the first question, the by the way. I was a little disappointed in that. Well, let's just say somebody's been trying to get it for a long time and get it back, and uh, was happy that he didn't have okay. it the last few years. So, okay. um, you know, just saying, not saying, but saying. <laughs> um, but you know, it's it's one of those things that uh, he is, his dad is under contract to the Cleveland Browns. And, you know, you, there, there's a process. You, you, can't, you can't tamper. Um, but, it, you know, this is, they are the seventh combination of fathers and sons to be mm-hmm. head coaches in the NFL. And we'll see, one, does he want to work with his dad? I don't know about you guys, but there's no way in the world I would have wanted to work with my mom or dad uh, at my job when I'm the boss and having them to tell, tell them what to do. I think the so, way he talked about his dad, uh, I think, though, he would. I mean, he he got he got. There was two people he got real well. Mike Brown, Zach Taylor, and then his parents, and his, you know his dad. You know, we know the influence his dad. He was very choked up. I I can't imagine that he wouldn't, but I don't. I also don't know. But I'm just trying to read the room from Thursday. I feel like he would. He would want to. Well, Bill Callahan is one of the best offensive line coaches yeah. in the NFL, and of course, you know, if you if it's somebody you know. You know, that's the thing. And his dad, you know, is going to be one of his, is his biggest cheerleader with his mom, aside from his, you know, his wife, Allison. You know, so, you, you know, it's a guy who's going to be doing his very best to help him achieve and succeed. But that's the thing. Maybe, you know, we'll see. You know, the, this process now means that the Titans would have to put in an official request to the Browns, you know, to avoid being accused of tampering. Uh, and, and you can't make a lateral move. You know, teams can block lateral moves in the NFL. Going from offensive line coach in Cleveland to offensive line coach in Tennessee is a lateral move. So do they do something different, you know, to, to you know, do the Haslam say, hey, absolutely, we're family, we understand, go coach with your son. You know, so there's some 
steps in the process that have to be taken. Are you going to Vegas to cover Super Bowl 58 or no? I'm not. I'm not. I am going to the Olympics later this year. So oh. I, you know, but, oh. uh, you know, it, I, I, would, I would love to be there for this game. I did cover the last time the Niners and the uh, Chiefs met in Miami in the last Super Bowl they played together, and then, shoot, barely a month later, everything locked down. So hopefully this does not portend another worldwide pandemic. But, uh, <laughs> but that was a great game that San Francisco absolutely had a chance to win with Jimmy Garoppolo until Mahomes did Mahomes things, mm-hmm. and they pulled out the win there. So I'm looking forward to this game. I'll be sitting on my couch tweeting and watching the commercials because when I am working a Super Bowl, guess what? I miss those. I don't get to watch them. Yeah, good point. Really good point. Teresa, great stuff. Thank you uh, for doing this as always. We know you join the show every Monday. Uh, Have a great week, and we'll talk soon. Sounds good. Thank you so much, Darren. Teresa Walker, Associated Press. Good stuff from her. We'll take a quick break, come back with more here on Nashville Sports Radio. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. We all make resolutions this time of year, and let's face it, most of them won't stick. But here's one that's not only easy to keep, but will help you feel healthier all year long. Navage. Navage provides quick, drug-free nasal relief by washing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. This time of year, when everyone is sick, Navage helps by sucking out germs, bacteria, and viruses trapped in our noses that cause us to feel miserable. And come allergy season, it does the same with dust, pollen, and other allergens. And unlike medications that can take time to help if they're effective at all, Navage helps treat congestion symptoms in seconds flat, without drugs. This New Year's resolve to use drug-free Navage to help you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier all year long. Ask for Navage at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, or find us online at Navage.com. Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose. Healthy life. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-617-0239. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at tra.com or call 800-617-0239. That's 800-617-0239. Tax Relief Advocates, real solutions for real people. At Edwin Watts Golf Shops by Worldwide Golf. 
there's something that binds us all. The collective goal to transcend the ordinary. Introducing the new Callaway AI Smoke Driver. The new AI Design Club has multiple sweet spots across the face, making it an average of seven yards longer than the prior model. Visit us in store for a free custom fitting at your local Edwin Watts Golf Shops or shop us online at WorldWideGolf.com. Get there. The TSU men's basketball squad came through a challenging non-conference schedule with a winning record and now turned their attention to Ohio Valley Conference play. The Tigers kicked off a run of 18 league games over a nine-week period through February, leading the OVC Championships part 6 to the ninth at the Ford Center in Evansville. And part of that, nine league home games at the Gentry Center. Hello, this is Greg Polk inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson and me on all the games this season right here on National Sports Radio. Welcome back live from the Strike and Spare studio. Call or text at 615-844-5600. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Darren McFarland filling in today for them. Pat and Cook alongside here on the Strike and Spare Family Fund Center studio. 615-844-5600. I'm going to be back at 2 o'clock. 2 to 4, McFarland Show. Self and Justin. DJ Damon will be along for the ride as well. So we look forward to Talking to you from two to four as well. Let's go back to the phones. Kenny, the mailman. Kenny, what's up? My good friend, Darren. What a surprise to hear you this morning. Yeah. Yeah. Up and up and at it. Just doing a little fill in. Is it safe to say you're not a morning person? I think it's very safe. Yeah. Very, very safe. Yeah. I have accused you in the past of being half vampire. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. (laughs) Pat, one of the funniest things, Darren, they had a great idea to put him on an early morning mm. radio show at one time, and it was like he was the sleepiest host ever. <laughs> That's very true. I, yeah, I called in, Darren, I had a fire at my house this weekend. He'd say, yeah, I hope that turned out well for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think he ever heard a question the whole time. Look, It is a lifestyle change. Uh, this is 9 to 11 is much easier than... You know, at the time it was six to nine, then it was six to ten. Like starting at six in the morning, it you, it's a lifestyle change, and either you're equipped, your body. I, I've always been more of a night person, and it, so it, it just did not work with me. It yeah. was oil and oil I get and water. Four thirty, and it's you still don't get used to it. You miss yeah. a lot. I hope Patton's listening because I absolutely love listening to the Saturday show. Have you got to listen to any of them? A patent show on Saturday? Yeah, patent John and yes. uh, keep bull- yes. you I guarantee you, you will learn something each week. In this past week, we talked about the world's greatest athlete. I don't know. You know, I always thought it was Jim Thorpe, Bruce Jenner. You know, all the names come to pass. Patton, do you remember talking about the world's greatest athlete this past Saturday? Uh, it is escaping me, Kenny, but I'm sure you know, so just go ahead and give it. Uncle Chin, the man who ran the marathon in China and smoked two packs of cigarettes while he did it. The most unbelievable story (laughs) I have ever heard in my life. I am now going to have to find me an Uncle Chin (laughs) t-shirt. Did you hear about that, Darren? No, I did not. Man finished a marathon in under four hours, smoked two packs of cigarettes, and the Chinese government wound up 
banning him from running anymore because yep. it's such a bad influence. <laughs> it was like, hey, you can't make stuff up like that. If they could, the National Enquirer would have already done it. Yeah, I don't know where so, John got that, but that is just brilliant. Electric. Can yeah, we get him when, for here for the Music City Marathon? Well, <laughs> or Country Music John, Marathon? Excuse me. When John's back, I'm definitely going to have to call in and ask about Uncle Chin. But everybody <laughs> listening on Saturday, you never know what you're going to hear. Y'all have a great day. Thank you, Kenny. Yeah, thank you, Nice Kenny. little it's... endorsement for the Saturday show. Well, I'll let you promo it. Yes, the uh, Keith Bullock and John Burton uh, podcast show. I am uh, privileged to be able to host that as a kid growing up in the Middle Tennessee area. Get to, getting to do a podcast with Keith Bullock. It doesn't suck, Darren, I must say. It's been cool to get to know Keith. And dare I say, I think Keith kind of likes me. So it's been very cool to <laughs> uh, get to know him a little bit. And, of course, me and John just chopping it up. But, yes. Um, in case you were wondering, yes, it is possible to uh, smoke two packs of cigarettes. So that's a real story. That's real. It is real. So he ran a, a, this is a full marathon, full marathon and, and smoked two packs of cigarettes. Did it in three and a half hours, three and a half hours. And they said, you can't do that anymore. You're, you're bad for bad for business, I guess. Yes. It's like, uh, it's like the beer mile, but, um, multiplied 24 times than with cigarettes. So you think we could get him here for the marathon? Uh, I think we could get easily a cigarette sponsor somewhere. I would uh, think so. Get him down here. I don't know if they'd be, they would want that look either, but (laughs) um, that's interesting. I did not hear that story. Fit in on Broadway though, Darren. He he could find cigarettes if he's (laughs) looking for them on Broadway. Yeah. Uh, All right. We'll take our final break. (laughs) Good stuff. And thank you, Kenny, as always. Take our final break. Come back and wrap up the show here on WNSR. Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com. Or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. Attention business owners, WNSR has some exciting opportunities for your business to thrive in the dynamic world of sports radio advertising. As the proud home of some of your favorite sports teams like the Atlanta Braves, Memphis Grizzlies and more, we understand the power of sports in bringing people together and creating a passionate community. We believe that your business can become an integral part of this experience, reaching a diverse and engaged audience. Contact the WNSR sales team for an opportunity to discuss how Nashville's sports radio can elevate your brand to new heights. Whether you're interested in a specific sponsorship package or would like a customized solution, we are here to meet your advertising needs. Call 615-844-1039. 615-844-1039 or email saleswnsr at gmail.com. That's saleswnsr at gmail.com. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. 
When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. The traditional first year anniversary gift is paper. Yay! Envelopes. The traditional 10-year anniversary gift is tin or aluminum. Are there sardines in here? And the 20-year anniversary gift is the chance to win up to a million dollars. Now that's what I'm talking about. It's our anniversary, but we thought about what you'd want. The new 20th anniversary Jumbo Bucks Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Hey, it's John Burton from News Channel 5 and the Greg Bogan John Burton Show. And I'm former All-Pro linebacker for the Tennessee Titans, also known as Mr. Monday Night, Keith Book. And I'm Patton Cook. We're inviting you to join us every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 for What's Good with KB and JB, the podcast show. All live on Nashville Sports Radio and all streaming platforms. We talk Titans, we talk SEC football, we talk NBA, we talk everything, and we also get a little petty from time to time. Make sure you join us. The show played on a loop at Guantanamo Bay. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Gosh, it's been quick, Patton. It's been really, really quick. That's good, though. Yeah. Means we're having fun. Appreciate all the participation this morning. Yeah, a lot of good callers. Yeah. Preds were out in Edmonton, played a little matinee hockey on Saturday. Against the red hot, I mean fire volcano hot, Edmonton Oilers. And it didn't go well. Edmonton has now won 16 in a row. Holy smokes. I think the record in the NHL is 17. I believe that's right. Now I heard you had a little wager on Friday. Well, it was part of the, it was the first time we'd ever done this. Part of the McFarland six pack of picks because of course, you know, we did it all football season between college and pro I mean, just picking six games is, you know, it's hard to even do that. Right. Just to pick six um, because there's a lot. But now that everything's, you know, there's no more college football and it's just the pros and there were only two games. I had to get a little creative. I had two. Uh, I had a college basketball and a Preds, and I haven't done that in the McFarland six-pack of picks. And the the Tennessee Vandy one was Dalton Connect. Over under twenty five and a half points against Vandy. That was that hit. That was the over. He only had eleven and a half, but I think he had twenty two in the second half. Mm-hmm. And we both took the over. And it was Connor McDavid dry goals versus the Preds. Who would have more goals? McDavid and dry or the Preds? And both of us took McDavid and dry They had two goals. Preds had one. They lost four one. So right now, they are on the outside looking in of the playoff race. Again, there's still a lot of hockey to go. Now, Darren, but, me and you haven't done really a show since the season started. Nope. Just your, what were your expectations and what are they now? Kind Because they had that run kind of midway through, what was mm-hmm. it, November, December. But now they've kind of tapered off a little bit. Just what are your overall expectations from the start and kind of where they are now? Uh, they're 5-5 five and five in their last 10. 
Uh, they have, what is today's date? The 29th. Okay, so tonight they're in Ottawa. So they play Ottawa tonight, and then they'll have, is that, today is the 29th? Mm-hmm. Oh, Monday, Wednesday. They got Monday, Wednesday this week. And then they're going to finish out with the uh, hosting Los Angeles here at Bridgestone Arena, and then it's the All-Star break. And then they, they take a long, I think they're off till almost the middle of February, February 10th, I think. So a little break after uh, these next two games. But to answer your question, Patton, I think they are where I thought they would be. I mean, I I just, I don't think, I think this is about what I expected. I think they're going to be a team flirting with a playoff spot and they've been in most of the season. Right. But right now they're currently on the outside looking in and I think it's going to be this way the rest of the way. I really do. Because you look at the teams around them and, you know, it's going to be, you know, LA's right there. You got right now the Kraken. Remember the team that went to the playoffs last year? They're on the outside looking in. Right. So I think it's hard to be bad at where they are. To say I, this is kind of what they are, what I thought they were. We are who? Did I we just do? Did were. I just go Dennis Green? I think so. Did I just do that? That's fine. Um. So they they are what I thought they were going to be. Yep. Right now to this point. Yeah. So I just think they're going to be a team that is going to need. It's probably going to come down to the end. On whether they get in or not, I think just think you're gonna be right there in, out, in, right. out. I just kind of <laughs> in that those last two wild card spots. Well, Darren, thank you. Well, thank you. It was fun. Absolutely. This is the first time we've done this together, right? I, it, it has been on air. On air. Yeah, we did. Um, so it's cool. Well, Patton, uh, thank you so much. Remember, I will be back two to four of the McFarland Show, myself and Justin. So, hope you'll call in and participate then. 560 AM, 95.9 FM, Brentwood, Nashville.